Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. It's country leader 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson on your Monday. Good looking day. Sunshine out there. Low 70s. Expecting I have about 72 for Missoula here today. All right. Do pretty much the same thing tomorrow. Low thir- or Upper 30s for our overnight low. Smith and Nelson back in action. We do the weekend that was. Yes, indeed. On our Mondays. They'll catch up from the weekend, but uh, the extended version, you had the long weekend. Yes, uh, I was out all of last week, actually. So, yeah, we had uh, you know our three-day weekend last week, Memorial Day weekend, and then I took a few extra days off after that because uh, my family was coming to town. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so that was uh, exciting, because especially because I hadn't seen them in person since before COVID started. Last time I was back in New York was Christmas 2019. Uh, and so my mom and my sister, they both uh, flew out on Saturday and uh, were able to spend uh, the week, Saturday to Saturday, here in Montana. So a year and a half yeah. in visits, which, you know, I mean, in the long in the long run, in the scheme of things, I mean, that's not the longest visit. Sure. But pre-COVID, I mean, you were going back to New York probably every, every yeah. three months, maybe. So, average, I, so I would like typically have some kind of event to go back to, right? I would have a friend's wedding or something like that. And you always a holiday did like, would like come a, up. You do always do like a kind of like a summer and then a Christmas visit kind of. Yeah, it was there a couple of times a year at least and then covid kind of uh shut that down and actually my family was supposed to come out uh here last year and then of course covid shut that down too so uh <laughs> so it was finally able to happen uh this past week which was great my mom and my sister were able to come out my brother uh, just got a new job and he still had to work it so he he wasn't able to make it but uh still it was a really great trip and uh it was uh you know it sounds like oh man they were here for a week we got to relax and all that stuff it was active, man. It was like doing a new thing every single day. We uh, we hiked the M. That was like the first morning they were here, uh, which I had never made it to the top before. So I'm proud to say I finally made it. Yeah. So that's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, hiked the M. We hung out at a ton of breweries around town. We made a few trips. We did a Gates of the Mountain, Gates of the Mountains in Helena, the uh, the boat tour thing. Uh, that kind of goes through that whole mountain area, which was really cool. That was great. I uh, went to uh, Glacier National Park, which was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I've been there once before, and so it was cool to take them there. Uh, going to the Sun Road was mostly closed, though. Uh, you know, it, I think in a, in a few weeks they will open it up more. Um, so we were we were able to figure out like a good like we went to Lake Avalanche in Glacier and did like a, the hiking that took almost all day. So you that, got that you were able good. to get tickets though. Yes, and that was also quite a hassle because they, <laughs> they did like the pre-sale, right? Just, yes, like sold out. Or they whatever. did the pre-sale like a few weeks ago, and uh, then I didn't know that that was happening. Otherwise, I probably would have tried to get them. <laughs> But uh, they did the pre-sale a few weeks ago, and that that sold out almost immediately. And then what they're doing is, like, whatever day you want to go to Glacier, two days before, they're going to allow a a certain amount of tickets to to be available online. So they open them up? Yes. Okay. So 8 a.m., two days before the day you want to go, that's when they open up tickets. And there's there's only, like, 145 tickets they're letting go. Uh, And I did it. uh, We went on Wednesday, and on Monday morning at 8 a.m., I woke up, and I I had the page open already on my laptop. (laughs) I refreshed the page and it was in there and uh, it put me in like this online waiting queue and uh, you know it, it tells you how many tickets are left when you're doing it too and so when I got when I started I was like okay 145 tickets left here we go and it put me in this queue and then like a second later it kicked me out of the queue. Does it tell you what number you are in the queue? No. Is it like there's 86 tickets left <laughs> you're number 105 and you're hoping someone drops out? It or? does not tell you how many people oh, are in the mystery. queue so yeah it's all mystery and uh, yeah I, I was on there and like it kicked me out of the queue and said oh there's too many people on the queue you gotta try again and I was like ah oh, jeez uh. and at this point i checked again there are 50 tickets left wow. and uh, but i finally i made it in that last 50 which was good <laughs> wow that's amazing you got kicked out and had to get back in yeah re- still refresh the page and still made it but like wow. just in time Jeez. uh so yeah so i was able to do that we did glacier and then uh you know last couple of days were 
more chill than that. You know, it was a lot of driving back and forth, and I was doing all the driving because I'm the only one with a car here. Sure. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, we went to uh, you know a bunch of restaurants around town, breweries, hung out downtown, did first Friday on Friday, and then they were gone uh, Saturday morning, which was. Honestly, good because that gave me a, little, a, couple a, couple, a couple of days to decompress a little bit between then and coming back to work. Yeah, that's that's the joy of hosting. You're you're the tour guide slash chauffeur. Yes, when any family comes to visit. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so that was good. It was great to see the family again, uh, and you know, good to take a week off too. It was nice. Yeah, that's a, that's never a bad thing. Yeah, I was thinking this morning, like, how do days just disappear on me? Like, I I remember, okay, Friday. I was, I was trying to think, like, oh, we'll, we'll re re. Cap the weekend. I was thinking right. was Friday, and I got home. We went out to dinner Friday night. Went to Outback, and just trying to think like, what should we do for dinner tonight? Ah, let's go to Outback. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, I have zero recollection of what happened on Saturday. And I was like, I was like, how's that possible? It was, it just I must, happened. I must have done something. I was like, it just happened. I woke up, didn't I? <laughs> uh, but for us, just I guess, just laid low on Saturday, um, and then we ended up going on kind of like a uh, an after dinner walk, kind of walk down uh, down that past the river and okay uh just kind of did like a big family walk yesterday same thing just kind of did some stuff around the house wife went out and kind of met some other friends and took uh took kiddos to the park for a while then we ended up going to the uh the paddleheads game last night oh nice which was uh i don't remember what they're calling it community night or missoula night or something where right kids kids get in free basically sweet um so we went to the game did that and uh Jeez, it was a it was a great game. They were down five nothing at one point. They're down six one. They came back. They tied it. They won it in extra innings. Very... They've been doing pretty well these uh, few weeks. Oh, they've been happening, right? Unbelievable. They're twelve and two record. They're, That's great. They're on fire. It's great. Uh, so yeah, nothing nothing too crazy over the top. Just uh, kind of laid low a little bit, but did a couple of, uh, couple family things. So there you go. Nice. You're caught up. I am. Uh, all right. <laughs> back in action after nine days away. I'm glad to be back. You remember how to do things around here? Hopefully. We'll see what happens. <laughs> all right. Smith and Nelson, the weekend that was. It's Kiss. When it's country in Frenchtown, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. It's Smith and Nelson getting going on a Monday. Always easier to get rolling on a Monday when it just looks like it's going to be a nice day. Yes. Low 70s, sunshine for your Monday. We'll do pretty much the same thing tomorrow. And then uh, how about this? Wednesday, upper 60s. Right now on Thursday, they're saying mid-50s. <laughs> and then we just turn around go right back the other direction. Uh, next day, upper 60s, then upper 70s, then upper 80s. So just a weird dip in the middle of uh, these like weird heat waves. Up and then down. Yeah. Up and then down. All right, but low 70s and sun for the day. Looks like a good Monday. Weather check for the morning from Claim Jumper Casino. That's right. Great food and entertainment come together at the Claim Jumper Casino, 3021 Brooks, Missoula, next to Southgate Mall. All right, Nashville News coming up here with your Music City 60. I was just kind of was kind of looking at uh, some headlines, some stories, and this one jumped out. I just thought this was, I don't know why it had me cracking up. Like, like what, are we, what are we doing here? Right. It says, the organizers of Philadelphia's Naked Bike Ride say clothes are optional this year, but masks are mandatory. Okay. So, oh, okay, wait a minute. The naked bike ride, <laughs> and you're going to be wearing clothes and a mask? Right. What? What's the point of even participating? I, I think that's just a bike ride, actually. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, like, it may, makes sense if you want to require a mask, go for it. But like, if you're the naked bike ride, you got to go... Yeah, you got to go for it. You got to be the naked bike ride. I can't imagine even wearing a mask in the middle of a bike ride. Yeah, I that mean, it seems like it'd be miserable. It does seem like, yeah, because like, you get out of breath faster yeah, and all right. that stuff. Yeah. That just seems terrible. Yeah. But uh, the naked Philadelphia's naked bike ride. Masks mandatory, clothes optional. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of the naked part? I mean, it also seems 
uncomfortable to be naked while riding a bike that, too. That is that sounds like yeah. I, I want to learn more about it and see like maybe maybe you got you can wear underwear or something and that's part of the naked bike ride. I have no idea. <laughs> I've never been part of the naked bike ride. What's the point of calling yourself the naked bike ride? <laughs> if, if you're just well, gonna be a bike ride. Those are optional but max are mandatory. You, you know there's gonna be one guy who goes in naked and everyone else is gonna be wearing clothes <laughs> and he's like, guys, come on, I thought we were doing this. So we have a supposed to have a park on. Yeah. As far away from naked <laughs> as possible. What'd they say? What'd they tweet? What'd they do? It's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. Kelly Clarkson, James Taylor, and Jimmy Allen were all artists that paid tribute to country superstar Garth Brooks last night during the Kennedy Center Awards on CBS. Garth, the recipient, was emotional when Kelly sang her version of the dance, James Taylor sang The River, and Jimmy Allen got the audience to its feet with his version of Friends in Low Places. The Kennedy Center Honors also awarded choreographer Debbie Allen, folk artist Joan Baez, and actor Dick Van Dyke. Rockstar John Mayer is working on his eighth album, and he's brought in country star Marin Morris to join him on a brand new single called Last Train Home. Marin showed part of the video of the song on her Twitter account and said it was a dream fulfilled for her. She also encouraged her fans to get out and dance to the single. Find Last Train Home wherever you download music, and if you're interested, John Mayer will be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight on NBC. And finally, country superstar Kenny Chesney's brand of rum, Blue Chair, is now a partner with the boozy frozen dessert company, Tipsy Scoop. Four flavors of ice cream infused with Blue Chair Bay rum include dirty banana and spiked key lime pie. You can order the flavors online and check them out at tipsyscoop.com. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. Hi. Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson doing it for your morning and doing it with your free KISS FM mobile app. You can listen live there. Download the app for free for Apple and Android. Part of the morning brought to us by the Advocates Injury Attorney. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or montanaadvocates.com. It was a long, what, like 15 months, something like that? Just about. The last movie I saw in theaters before COVID happened was uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire at the Roxy Theater. I believe it was March 13th, something like something along those lines, March 11th. It was like that weekend. Uh, and then after that, theater shut down. So, yeah, just I guess just about almost uh, almost 15 months. Yeah. Uh, the Roxy reopening on Friday. Not this coming Friday, but last Friday. Yeah, this past Friday, the Roxy finally reopened for the first time since March uh, 2020. Uh, man, I went this weekend. <laughs> it felt so good to yeah. be back. It was it was like walking into like I don't even know how to describe it. Like as soon as I walked in, you smell the popcorn and you're seeing like the familiar like because I used to go there all the time, so I see familiar faces with the employees and stuff. I was like, oh, man, this is great. <laughs> I just, just picture felt- you walking in the front door, taking a look around, and just yelling, "Daddy's home." <laughs> That's how I, that's how I picture it. That's going. pretty much exactly how it went. And down. then when you left, the, when you left, I picture you just like taking a couple steps away and then doing a big heel click in the air. Yes, like, yeah, yes, I, I punched my fist back. in the air like <laughs> Judd Nelson in the Breakfast Club. Freeze uh, frame. Yeah, I did. A, I stopped in the middle of the street and people were walking past me. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but yeah, I went back this weekend and uh, yeah, it was just really great to be back and uh, cool to see how they were kind of handling things now because they're they're only playing two movies this weekend. Yeah, right. Uh, Nomadland and Minari, and they're actually only right now only two of their theaters are open, so they're keeping the third one available for private rentals. 
uh, if if anybody wants to still rent out the theater for whatever reason. But uh, right now they're showing Nomadland and Minari, and the way it's working because Nomadland and Minari, they uh, you know, they both played uh, a few months ago in like streaming service and stuff. Uh, and you know, Nomadland won Best Picture at the Oscars, but now it's kind of like, a, oh, these are the movies you missed that we would have shown at the Roxy. Oh, okay. If uh, you know, if we were open, so it's kind of cool to kick off with those ones. Uh, but they're showing them in both theaters. So like, Nomadland, I went at, I went to go see Nomadland at five fifteen on Saturday, and uh, I was thinking, oh, well, this will be in theater one, Minari will be in theater two. Uh, and instead, Nomadland was in both theaters, one and two. They were showing the same movie in both theaters at the same time. Oh, I see. And then the next showtime was the other movie, which they were also showing Wait, in okay. both theaters. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of their way. You know, they're still capping capacity per theater. I believe it's 50 people, 50 people right. per theater. Uh, but they're doing both theaters at the same time, so you can get more people going out to each movie. And they told me, like, hey, you can choose whichever theater you want to go to. Just, yeah, go for it. Uh, so it was uh, kind of a cool way to uh, see that. And uh, hopefully, I mean, hopefully as the summer goes on, they're able to expand a little more and, you know, reduce uh, capacity stuff and all that stuff. But yeah, very exciting. Well, that's kind of, their, that's kind of the, the list of bullet points when they were, when they were, when they made the announcement they were reopening. Was yeah. That, uh, they're only going to have a couple of theaters going. They're going to cap it at 50 people. Um, another one was that they're going to have masks required in the lobby yes. and in the bathroom area, but then in the theaters you don't have to wear the mask. Right. Is that kind of how it was? Everybody Yeah, pretty much everybody following the rules. Yeah, as far as I saw, yes. Which uh, you know, I, I was also at the AMC this past weekend, which I'm not sure if they uh have lifted their mask requirement yet, but I can tell you that people at the AMC were not following the mask requirement coming <laughs> out coming out of the theater, they were definitely not. Uh but with the Roxy uh, you know, just walking into the lobby, everybody was pretty uh, chill, wearing the mask and stuff. And then as soon as you get in the theater, uh, you know, people have snacks and stuff. I yeah. think the Roxy was pretty practical about that, being like, well, you know, everybody's already taking their masks off to eat and drink anyway. So, like, what's the point of making them wear the, <laughs> wear the mask in the theater in the first place? And plus, if they're capping it at 50 people, you'd think you're able to yeah, kind of space out a little yeah. bit and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, masks were required. And, uh, yeah, I think everybody was pretty much following the rules there. But, uh, yeah, it was great to just be able to walk in, get it. Like, I was able to get a beer at the concession stand again and sit down in the theater and uh, enjoy a movie. And it was a movie I'd already seen before, but it was just like nice to be back. Yeah, minor details. Exactly. Minor yeah. Details. It's like, uh, they could have shown anything and I would have been back <laughs> this weekend. It was like, it could have been the worst movie I'd ever seen in my life. And I'd be like, well, I gotta go. The Roxy's just, reopening. Just to be back. Exactly. All yeah. right. Roxy is open back in action. We've got uh, details and kind of uh, that list of what you're looking at when you get, get back to visiting the Roxy. And that's including, right. Uh, including they have a, they kind of pointed out they have like a new filtration system that's kind of in all the theaters in the lobby. Right, yeah. Um, so you can kind of read some details on them getting back in action. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app. This is what's newsy and noteworthy with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 Kiss FM. Yes, it is what's newsy and noteworthy for your morning. And a designer in South Korea has built a third eye that you stick to your forehead. To prevent you from... I don't even know the rest of the story. That's great. <laughs> to prevent you from bumping into stuff while you're walking around texting on your phone. So it's like this robotic ball that goes in your forehead. It's got a sensor that can tell when you're looking down. And uh, the robotic eye alerts you when you're five feet from walking into something. Uh, it even has like a robotic eyelid that closes uh, when it's on or off, uh, which is pretty wild. So he actually says, the guy who says it designed it as like a joke. And like he hopes it shows people like, oh, how ridiculous their smartphone addiction is. But I also think people might just use it and be like, wow, this is a pretty great idea. Uh, this is a great idea. Yeah, because that doesn't look ridiculous or anything. <laughs> Sounds great. This is crazy. There's a newspaper story. Uh, it says a Russian tennis player has been arrested for losing a match at the 2020 French Open. She was charged with sports bribery and organized fraud. She's ranked number 765 in the world. 
And she's denying reports that she lost on purpose to help out gamblers who bet against her. Wow. The French Open, I mean, that's one of the major tennis tournaments uh, in tennis. But then I was thinking, like, she's ranked 765th in the world. Odds are she's not winning uh, that often. <laughs> so can you, how, 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 do you, how do you prove... How do you prove she lost on purpose? But, yeah. I mean, if you're ranked 700, the fact that there's 765 tennis players that are ranked, that's, that's pretty, pretty wild, too. Pretty yeah. impressive in its own right. But yeah, that's interesting. That's wild. A uh, new survey showing uh, the most Googled dogs in every state. A lot of people got dogs this past year because of the pandemic. Yeah, staying you know, at home more. Exactly. Staying at home, wanted a, a, fu- a fuzzy friend. And uh, so people were checking out, hey, what dogs were each state's looking for? And uh, bulldogs. Looks like they were the most popular one, the most searched dog breed in 10 different states, including Georgia, home of the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs, so, yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. Those, the wires might have got crossed there a little bit. but uh, And then for Montana, Basset Hound oh, okay. was the uh, most popular dog, uh, at least on Google's uh, trends thing. Interesting. Story about a man in Michigan so excited he won a million-dollar lottery jackpot. He drove away from the gas station with the pump still attached to his car. <laughs> <laughs> he tells the Michigan lottery officials, uh, he said, I stopped at the Speedway to get gas, decided to get a ticket while I was there. I started scratching. The final number popped up, revealed a million dollars. I started yelling, are you kidding oh, me? I was so excited I forgot I was filling up with the gas. I drove away with the pump still in the car. This is going to uh, use the winnings for a new house, new car, take a vacation. And maybe uh, yeah. fix that gas pump, too, I'd while imagine, he's at it. I'd imagine give a few bucks to the gas station. <laughs> uh, people on TikTok have been talking about a new mystery illness uh, going around. It's not allergies. They were like, oh, man, is there a new virus circulating? But not nearly as bad as COVID or the flu. Symptoms only last a few days, include things like stuffy nose, cough, and sore throat. That might sound familiar because... <laughs> It's just the cold. That's that's what that is. <laughs> seemed, seemed like nobody had colds last year. Well, that's the thing. People were, uh, you know, actually like wearing masks and social distancing and avoiding the coronavirus, yeah. and that meant there was less spread of other diseases too. So people yeah. forgot that colds existed. Kind of goes guess. hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild. All right. Final story. It says a man was diving in the American River in Sacramento, California, when he spotted a prosthetic leg with a red Nike shoe on it. Posted a picture of the leg on Facebook. And ended up, as it got passed around and shared, found the rightful owner who contacted him. They were able to meet up and they returned the leg. Nice. I feel like there's a big giant portion of the story missing. Like, <laughs> how, like how, how did the leg how, go missing? Yeah, how does yeah. your leg end up at the bottom of the river? And uh, maybe some of the smaller details there. But right. It's kind of one of those cool stories of being reunited. Kind of yeah. like a lost wallet or something. Definitely. Just a lost leg. Just happens to be <laughs> something a little more important, I guess. Yeah. All right, there you go. Newsy and noteworthy for the morning. Smith and Nelson, it's Kiss. With its country in hot springs, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. 94.9 Kiss FM. You missed a little something in the morning? We got you covered. Smith and Nelson on demand. You can check that out from our mobile app. Download it for free for Apple and Android. Coming up, 8.15 this morning, we'll do uh, some tickets for the Paddleheads. Yeah, you were at a Paddleheads game uh, last week. They are on fire, man. They really are. 12 wins, two losses on the season. That is not bad. Including overtime, or not overtime, extra innings. Well, not even that. (laughs) Just used to saying extra extra innings. Yeah, Uh, the the weird home run derby tiebreaker thing. They did away away with extra innings this year. Yes, exactly. I was there last night. It It was the first time that we've had that new format happen here in town yeah that's exciting i mean when i go to a paddleheads game that's what i want to see happen i want to see that crazy <laughs> you know it's funny because uh the game was happening we came back we tied it and then it was there's was this part where it was like 
you know, we had, we had the kids there with us, and we were with friends and their kids. Yeah. And, you know, we were just kind of like, in the, and they had this thing at the end where the kids could run the bases on the field. And it's like, we wanted to make it to the That's end. That's cool. Yeah, I wanted to make it to the end, but we're like, ah, oh, boy, I don't know if we're going to make it to the end. Yeah. And then, so when it came down to it, uh, it was the bottom of the eighth inning, and it was like, all right. Oh, if we can get this run in, then we can get we can get them out in the ninth. We don't have to play the bottom of the ninth. Then we can get out of here. You can, get, you can hurry up and get the kids running right. and get home. And uh, so it was kind of rooting, like you know, come on, get this run across. And right. We didn't score. I was like, ah, and then and then kind of realized, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is the new format. If we if, right. if we tie, we can do home run derby. It's yeah. like, come on, keep the tie, keep the tie. <laughs> so it, was, it was actually pretty cool to see. Uh, we'll do some battlehead tickets. They're playing tonight. So we'll get you tickets for tonight's game coming up right around eight fifteen. I uh, saw this over the weekend, kind of a story posted on our website and with our mobile app. And uh, I know everybody's kind of excited the fact that the fair should be coming back, the Western Montana Fair. Yes, I remember a couple of months ago, I think they were saying the uh, the people who run the fair said like, hey, yeah, we're trying to make it happen this year if, if enough people get vaccinated. And I guess enough people got vaccinated because they're looking to make it happen. Well, I had to do it. It was just such last year was remember that they, they were trying to still do it. And then it was like they kind of they just kept. It's like they kept carving away at it. Like, yeah. okay, we're not going to do rides. Well, okay, we can't do this, but we're still going to have this chunk. And then it was, at the end, it was like just, I think, FFA stuff. I think so, yeah. It was just that. There's a story on our website you can check out or your mobile app. It says uh, has some details with the fair, kind of where, kind of what we know, at least at this point. Uh, August 11th to the 15th is when the fair is going to run. Okay. With the theme, Ho Down in Midtown. Fair's always got to have a theme. Sure, of course. Ho Down in Midtown. Going to have different performances each night. Going to end on Sunday afternoon with flat track motorcycle racing. Nice. Says there'll be a new feature uh, with an online scavenger hunt that'll connect fairgoers with vendors through challenges and trivia. Okay, cool. Of course, 4-H will continue to be a a big part of the fair. There's going to be the exhibits, competitions. Uh, Free admission is back, apparently. Nice. Uh, so that's the good news. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I was—I tell you, when I we we drove past the fairgrounds uh, this past week, me and my girlfriend, and uh, you know, we saw—I think on the sign there's like they show the dates for the fair and like when they're gonna do it, and yeah. uh, you know, I, that was the first like we had heard about like any kind of like dates or anything. And Confirmation. Girl, yeah, my yeah. girlfriend saw it and got so excited because she loves the fair. <laughs> yeah, I've actually never been to the Western Montana. Oh fair. yeah. You know, I moved here, uh, you know, August 2018, so it was like right after the fair. It happened that year, yeah. and then. 2019, I think for whatever reason, I, I think I was just busy that weekend. I might have been flying like out to New York for whatever. Like I don't remember exactly what happened, but I just I didn't go 2019, and then 2020 didn't happen, so I haven't been yet. Yeah, I, I mean I'm not much better than you. I think I spent 45 minutes at the fair. <laughs> oh, same, right. same. I mean we moved to town same time, basically a week yeah. apart. But the fair had already been done that year. So then uh, we went the next year, 2019. We were there for about 45 minutes, and it just thunderstorms and clouds, right. and torrential downpours moved in, and everybody was like huddled under the, like, where, where the animals are and then finally we were like we got to get out of here and so we did and then yeah canceled last year so, so I, yeah haven't really been able to check it all out i mean we only got in and maybe did a thing or two and got in line for like some food and the next thing you know was boom we're running to the car right uh so yeah we'll, we'll check it out this year you know they've been like renovating kind of some of the buildings and stuff they there. have yeah they're building that new uh the new butterfly house the insectarium over there right uh, and then kind of part of the article was saying the only thing really, I think, not known is where it stands with kind of like the uh, the carnival and stuff. Okay. Because that's so that's so much hands-on and still, right. still where we are it's with It's a lot things. of stuff to sanitize. Yeah, exactly. So so not really sure the scoop on that, but uh, the, kind of the, the article has the details of what is happening with the fair. Yeah. The dates and the fact that uh, there's free admission and stuff. So uh, kind of cool. Something to get excited about coming up in August. The fair is back. Western All Montana right. Fair. Story, KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app. On 94.9 KissFM. 
Indiana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning on your Monday. Good looking Monday, too. Sunshine, low 70s. We'll go commercial free for the workday coming up at 9.30 this morning. But right around this time, we do movies with Mike for your morning. And we haven't done it in a while because uh, you were out all last week. That's right. Even going back a little further before you were out for that week, mm-hmm. I was off the Friday yeah, before the holiday for, weekend. It's been like a full week and a half, almost two weeks since we've done movies. All right. Sounds like it would be a, a good time to get some stumpers thrown in then. Okay. All right. Let's do some movies for your morning. We'll start number one. We'll go with Amistad. Amistad. This is a, a Steven Spielberg picture. Yes, sir. Uh, this was actually the same year he released The Lost World Jurassic Park. Wow, busy so, boy. Yeah, well, Spiel- I mean, a few years earlier, Spielberg released Jurassic Park and Schindler's List in the same year. They were both in 93, uh, which I still think is like maybe the best year any director has ever had. Not too shabby. Jurassic Park, one of the biggest blockbusters ever. Schindler's List won Best Picture at the Oscars that year. That's a pretty good deal. And a few years later, I think he tried it again. The Lost World Jurassic Park, which was not as good as the first one. <laughs> and then Amistad, which was not as good as Schindler's List, but uh, still had some stuff uh, to go, go going for it. I think it was nominated for a few awards, but that was the year 97. 97. And then you fast forward. Wasn't uh, was Jurassic Park like one of the top movies like last year at a certain point? Yes, or it was. Yeah. yeah, it still maintains that popularity today. Of course, because of the pandemic. And yes. Showing all the old movies. All right, uh, one for one. Number two for the morning. How about Dark Blue? Dark Blue. Uh, who's in this? This is Kurt Russell, oh. Ming Rames. Okay. Scott Speedman. I'm not, I'm not that, too sure who that is. That, that, that name, was the third build name on the list. That name rings a bell. A Ron Shelton movie. Okay. So Ron Shelton, uh, director of movies like Bull Durham. Uh, he also directed a Tin Cup with Kevin Costner. He was a big sports movie guy. Uh, is this a sports movie or is no? This, this is a uh, this is like a uh, police police. Okay, so Kurt Russell and Bing Rames. I'm trying to think of Ron Shelton movies. He also did White Men Can't Jump, and I believe that was like '92. Tin Cup was like '95 or '96. So he got his basketball, his baseball, his golf. Yeah, oh, in yeah, there. all over the place. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Kurt Russell and Ving Rhames. That makes me think like it's a pretty 90s movie. Um, uh, Ving Rhames would have been in Pulp Fiction in 94. Kurt Russell would have been Escape from L.A. in 96. I'm going to say maybe this is after Tin Cup, which would have been 95, 96. So let's say Dark Blue. Uh, let's toss out 97. Everything about your uh, your thinking is correct. <laughs> the year. Ah, oh, come on. 2003. Really? 2003. Okay, a little bit after what I thought it was. Final one for the morning. This may be, uh, this may end up, I mean, it could go either way. You're one for two. Yeah. Um, sometimes we pull out these rom-coms a little bit. Oh, no. They get you. Hope Floats. Hope Floats. Um, I believe Garth Brooks did a movie on the soundtrack of that. Or, yes, a song on the soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah, okay, interesting. Hope Floats. I, I know this title. And uh, I'm I'm trying to think of who's in it. Who's in Hope Floats? Sandra Bullock, Harry Connick Jr. Sandra Bullock, Harry Connick Jr. Directed by Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker directed Hope Floats? Yeah. Wow. Okay, interesting. Uh, I, I think this is the 90s. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a 90s movie, Hope Floats. Sandra Bullock and Harry Connick Jr. I feel like... Because Harry Connick Jr. has acted in a few things, but I think when he was really trying to... Like the singer slash actor would have been like late '90s, and he was in Independence Day in '96. I, I think Hope Floats was '98. Hope Floats '98. It all comes down to the win or loss for the day. All right. There you go. Yes. 
Pulled it out. Nicely done. I'll take that. I, I, I basically know nothing about Hope Blows, but I feel like I've just seen the year <laughs> next to the movie at some point. Well, that's good enough to get you a win. Yeah. Two for three, a winning day with movies with Mike as we get back at it after a, uh, a long gap since we've done it last. All right. All right. We'll do it again for your morning tomorrow right around this time. Smith and Nelson, it's Kiss. With your free Kiss FM app and powered by Carl Tyler Chevrolet, Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Country leader 94.9 Kiss FM, Smith and Nelson on a Monday. You know, Monday just kind of has that thing connected to it where you're like, oh, it's a Monday. Bummer. Right. Back to work. What a drag. For us, we kind of come in like, yeah, buddy. We get cookies. It's Monday. Crumble cookies always bringing in those flavors of the week. We get to sample them on Mondays and we deliver on Fridays with free cookie Friday. That's right. And on the phone with us on Mondays, Heather from Crumble Cookies. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, guys. How yum, uh, yum. how you be this Monday? I am doing so fine. So it's a fine. Beautiful morning, surrounded by yummy cookies. I'm doing great. Can't uh, that's tough to beat? Yeah, definitely tough to beat. Sun sunshine Monday, surrounded by cookies. Cookie like smell it. all around. That's great. I like it. <laughs> you know, right? All right. Yeah. Well, we got a uh, a new round of flavors of the week. You're going to give us the rundown here with all the uh, the different options for the week. Here it goes. So we're going to start their week off with our red velvet white chocolate chip. So this is just a warm red velvety, just ooey gooey with the white chocolate cookie. Anything uh, anything red velvet? My ears perk up a little bit. Yeah. Ooh. Like that? Yeah, yeah, it makes you so fancy, like you're at the Queen of Hearts. Right. <laughs> and with the, uh, the with maybe the... not you it makes me feel <laughs> right but, but you're right the ooey gooey uh the white chocolate chips so... yeah the white i've been really into white chocolate chips lately for whatever reason i don't know why like I, I mean i've always liked white chocolate chips but like i've been favoring them over normal chocolate chips recently yeah and our white chocolate chips uh we use the guitar brand and it just they have a lot of flavor sometimes you can get a white chocolate chip that doesn't have much flavor and has more of a waxy taste, but ours has a very yummy, chocolatey, clean taste to it. Well, I really like ours. Well, of course you're going with the quality chips. I mean, right. that's just you. <laughs> right? All right. Uh, red velvet, white chip. What else are we going with for the week here? Oh, so there's there's our red color. Now we're going ultimate peanut butter. Now this is my a very favorite peanut butter cookie, and we have a lot of them. It's a tough, it's a tough list, but... This one is a peanut butter-based cookie. We stuff it with straight-up peanut butter so that it just, over the top, it puts you. And then we just drizzle peanut butter on top. It's, it's Nice little swirl. It's a classic. It's simple, but uh, it's one of my favorites, for sure. Yeah, with that, one you, of my favorites, too. You, and the dough, we roll it in the white sugar, so I think that tops off the peanut butter when you when you bite into it yeah. or break into it, you got that glob of peanut butter in the middle. Oh, so yeah. good, so good. You got you got to be ready for that dripping peanut butter, <laughs> and then you got to have a milk chaser for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, there you go. Two down, two to go. With flavors of the week. Oh, and then we have our dirt cake, and this this one is special to my heart. We started um, our week off in Missoula with this as a as a flavor. So I have a few employees that are still around from then. And they were excited that this one was on the table again. So it's dirt cake, a warm chocolate cookie with fudge frosting, sprinkled with Oreo crumbs, a chocolate streusel, and topped off with that 
yummy worm. I would yummy, imagine, yummy worm. I would imagine when people come into the store, like, uh, I don't know, parents, the kid or something like that, that's the one they're pointing to oh. going, I want that one with the, the gummy worm kids, on top. Yeah. Kids are pointing before they even come in. Like, <laughs> oh, they, yeah. they feel that, that gummy worm called. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's, uh, there's three of the four, and we're on this streak here where it's weeks and weeks and weeks of new flavors. So that would, uh, oh that would leave this one, right? And that would leave this one. It's our banana cream pie. And right, well, as you guys called me, I was sampling this cookie because it's <laughs> the first time on the menu. And, oh, my goodness, it's so good. Uh, we have our pie base uh, for the cookie, and then it is filled with vanilla Cool Whip or vanilla pudding Cool Whip uh Vanilla wafers, then bananas. Oh, my goodness. It is so delicious. So, so if you love banana cream pie, come in. If you're like, eh, banana cream pie might not be my favorite, let me change your mind. Because <laughs> we have made it the best. Yeah. Well, so as, soon, as soon as I went on the website and I saw banana cream pie was on there, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. There's like no way this is not going to be a good cookie. This is going to be great. And it looks like, looks like a little mini pie. It does. It is so, first of all, just adorable, and then second of all, delicious. A chilled buttery pie crust cookie. Has that been used <laughs> for anything else? Uh, yeah, we use it for our pumpkin pie in the fall. Right. We use it for our key lime pie in the spring. Okay, yeah, that makes our, sense. That's our buttery pie base. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. Brand new flavor, banana cream pie. <laughs> Love that. And we, since we didn't get a talk last week because of Memorial Day, I had some uh, customers come in missing our pink sugar. We didn't have it on the menu last week. We're kind of doing something different this summer and throwing some new chill cookies in. So I just wanted to let everyone know that pink sugar is back on the menu this week. So if you missed it last week, come on in. You know, I was, uh, we didn't get to do cookies last week, the holiday. I was actually in the store one of the days last week and someone came in, (laughs) someone came in next to me and was. Was using the kiosk next to me, and they were that was they were looking through. They were like, "Oh, no sugar cookies this week." No, I know. <laughs> so that's, it's funny you say that because uh, you know it's not just something you're saying. I was I actually witnessed no, somebody say that. Right. That's great. It is not something I just say. I never say anything just to say it. No, I, I mean, don't. I have pure meaning behind everything. Come on, I do it all the time. All right, wow. there you go. Dirt cake, ultimate peanut butter, red velvet, white chip, and the new banana cream pie, which is Heather stamped and approved for deliciousness. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. There you go. All right. Plus uh, crumble cookies, catering. They deliver. we got graduation, Father's Day, all kinds of stuff coming up here for the month that uh, cookies would uh, cookies would spice it up a little bit. Absolutely. It would. And I was thinking about that today. It's been so warm in Missoula. Let me do my... Uh, the baking for you so you don't heat your house there, up. there you go <laughs> that's a good approach i like that don't don't turn it's your stove on warm. to bake cookies yeah it's already warm in my bakery so <laughs> let me do it that's great <laughs> all right crumble cookies out of north reserve there's your flavors of the week check them out and of course uh heather we appreciate you every monday all right guys have a great week all right stop in check out the flavors of the week at crumble or we could bring them to you on friday that's right free cookie fridays this friday go to the win stuff page kissfm.com or your free kiss fm app to enter when it's country in houston it's montana's country leader 94.9 kiss fm you're fifth and nelson montana's country leader 94.9 kiss fm nashville news coming up music city 60 is on the way how about some good news for the morning yeah let's uh, talk about some stuff uh, happening around the world this is pretty great a 23 year old cop in arkansas he saved a newborn baby that was choking on medication and uh, his chest can actually got it on video oh wow uh, which is pretty wild uh, he says he sat in his car and cried when it was over because he was just so thankful the baby was okay oh man i imagine it 
such an emotional experience. Right. Yeah. And again, newborn, like I, I, I feel like just like being around babies makes me nervous because anything can go wrong <laughs> at any time. Uh, so yeah, to be able to save them like that, that's great. That's the freakiest thing. Having, having two kids now, just, but just that newborn stage. Right. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like everything is just, you're just waiting like, Oh, don't, don't, don't go wrong. Nothing go wrong. Yeah. Please. <laughs> exactly. Uh, here's something kind of cool that uh, came out of the pandemic. Actually, very few people got the flu over the past year because well, yeah, everybody's washing hands. Everybody's yeah. masked up. <laughs> social distancing, wearing masks. And because of that, all the social distancing may have actually killed off several mutant strains of the flu. Wow. Uh, so that will make effective flu shots a lot easier, and they might work even better than they did before. That's uh, good news. Which is a, a pretty cool thing that uh, happened over the past year. So that's cool to see. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, another story here. Two newlyweds in Kentucky. They own a landscaping company, and they spent their first vacation as a couple fixing up an old abandoned cemetery that was overgrown. Uh, so instead of, you know, taking off time to, <laughs> you know, go travel the world or see something cool... Uh, they went to go fix up the cemetery. Work, and, uh, workaholics. Yeah, I guess so. And now they're planning to go back every two weeks to uh, keep it up. Kind of oh, nice. That's awesome. And uh, finally, a 48-year-old guy in North Carolina, uh, he used to be a personal trainer, ballooned up to 443 pounds, and uh, his son was 19 years old, was 420 pounds. Wow. So uh, they've started working out together. In the past year, they've lost 150 pounds each. Oh, wow. So uh, that's a pretty awesome thing right there. Dang. Yeah. 440-plus to what, under. Under three hundred. Under three hundred, yeah. Wow, Which and, and I'm sure the journey's uh, not complete yet. They're probably still going. So that's that's great. That's great. Yeah, it is cool. Good news stories for your morning there. Smith yeah. Nelson's kiss. How about some Nashville news? Music City sixty time. What'd they say? What'd they tweet? What'd they do? It's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City sixty on ninety four nine Kiss FM. Kelly Clarkson, James Taylor, and Jimmy Allen were all artists that paid tribute to country superstar Garth Brooks last night during the Kennedy Center Awards on CBS. Garth, the recipient, was emotional when Kelly sang her version of the dance, James Taylor sang The River, and Jimmy Allen got the audience to its feet with his version of Friends in Low Places. The Kennedy Center Honors also awarded choreographer Debbie Allen, folk artist Joan Baez, and actor Dick Van Dyke. Rockstar John Mayer is working on his eighth album, and he's brought in country star Marin Morris to join him on a brand new single called Last Train Home. Marin showed part of the video of the song on her Twitter account and said it was a dream fulfilled for her. She also encouraged her fans to get out and dance to the single. Find Last Train Home wherever you download music, and if you're interested, John Mayer will be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight on NBC. And finally, country superstar Kenny Chesney's brand of rum, Blue Chair, is now a partner with the boozy frozen dessert company, Tipsy Scoop. Four flavors of ice cream infused with Blue Chair Bay rum include dirty banana and spiked key lime pie. You can order the flavors online and check them out at tipsyscoop.com. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. You know Newsworthy Nugget of the Day with Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. All righty, Nugget time. The chance where we feed our brains in the morning. Exactly. Giving you some stats that maybe you didn't know. Did you know there are four NFL teams that have won every Super Bowl they've ever played in? Not too shabby. Yeah. There's teams that haven't been to the Super Bowl yet. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, and, you know, these teams 
have not been to the Super Bowl a bunch of times. I'll say that. It's not like the Patriots where they're in the Super Bowl every year. Right. Uh, no, but the uh, two of these teams have been to the Super Bowl twice, won both times. Two of them have only been to the Super Bowl once, well, but they your, won. Better's your odds that you've only been once. <laughs> exactly, win. yeah. Uh, and those teams are uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, both 2-0. and The New York Jets and the New Orleans Saints. One and zero. Wow, I would have thought the Jets would have been to the Super Bowl more than once. You you would probably, and maybe in those early years. I feel like you know, right, having right. having lived in New York for most of my life, uh, I get why the Jets haven't made it, haven't made it to the Super Bowl in a yeah. long time. Uh, but yeah, only once. The Jets, Jets and the Saints, one and zero. The Ravens and the Buccaneers, two and zero. The four NFL teams that have won every Super Bowl they've ever played in. So the Jets, I mean, they had that. Yeah, Super Bowl three somewhere right around there when Joe yeah. Namath said guaranteed they were going to win. That's the only time they've ever been to the Super Bowl. That's huh? kind of crazy, yeah. I they're they're due for a comeback. I would have thought somewhere in those very early years, single digit years. That yeah, <laughs> they would have been again after that. Things uh, things got went a little sideways <laughs> yeah. for them. But, uh, need to or not? Now you know.